can we give that praise to him from who all blessings flow come on raise your voice and give him praise today we thank you Lord we thank you Lord we thank you Lord for this season we give you praise for this hour and moment we bless your name now Lord open our ears our inner eye to see to understand and in understanding obeying and in obeying receiving the blessing may it be so today in Jesus name we declare it so and amen one more time give God praise it's, it's a good thing. aren't you glad to be I'm so glad to see you turn to your neighbors I'm glad to see you in live in the flesh amen and I say that because the truth is some of you have not seen each other in a long time I want to declare Metro that it's time for the church to gather person to person again amen to that if you agree with that and you you're saying we're going to gather together without fear and in anticipation of what God will do one more time give God praise for that Lord we're declaring that today and those of you that are online with us we we welcome you we welcome you we welcome you those who are in foreign states those who are in foreign countries those of you who are in, who are in other states and in other parts of Georgia we welcome you this morning please have your seats as we open our hearts to the word of God Ezekiel chapter 44 I want you to go there because this is the this theme God has given us the power of giving all I want to continue particularly because this is first fruit season and I want to share something with you that I've not shared in quite this way before I praise the Lord for the worship because the last song was absolutely perfect for what I want to share and I, I thank God for my wife, you know, we live in the same unit. We actually live together, praise the Lord. And, and we've been doing that for 50 years, amen. But as in all households, everyone will have their time by themselves. And this morning I was in my office by myself. She was in her restroom by herself. <laughs> and uh, she was reading and... Uh, and uh, so today when she gave you an opportunity to give, uh, she didn't know that her words are the very words that God had given me. And I'm really grateful to God today. But I want you to look at something because I don't know that you've ever seen this before. And I, I'm asking God to open your understanding so you will not be dull of hearing. Are you there, saints? So in Ezekiel 44, verse 30, I want to give you a promise because first fruits is laden heavy with promises. But many don't participate, number one, because they don't know about it. And secondly, if they know about it, they don't understand what's involved in what the scripture declares for this area of our lives. Now we are Zion, the Bible refers to the church as Zion. Zion is the place 
where the business of God is taken care of. The church, when we gather, we are about his business. Will you say amen? This is about God's kingdom. It is about what he desires in heaven to manifest among us in the earth. And the only way that will happen is if you and I gather, participate, declare, and act according to what God has prescribed. I'm asking the Lord to give you a different view of what it means to gather together as his church. How powerful it is and how God desires to meet with us in our midst because we obey him in this way. And I understand that we have been fending for ourselves. I understand that we've been taking care of ourselves. I understand we've been precautious and I do get it that, that you know, when, when, when life is threatened, uh, it causes people to act in different ways. But I want to remind you that the Lord made it clear in the word of God. He says, I, one thing I don't want you to do, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. This is, a, this is really important. Look at your neighbor and say, thank God you obey God. Tell your neighbor, thank God you obey God this morning. Some things we need to hear in each other's presence. And some things will only get done when we have gathered together in his presence. I welcome all of you that are joining us, that are new with us. God bless you. Those of you that don't normally attend with us, bless you this morning and bless you online. Ezekiel 44 verse 30 says this, the best of all first fruits. I'm in the new international version. I like it because of the way it speaks certain words. It says the best of all first fruits of any kind and every sacrifice of any kind from all your sacrifices shall be the priest. Also, you shall give to the priest the first of your ground meal. I want you to key in on this last verse, phrase because some in the church who have not been taught key in on the phrase given to the priest. So they're more concerned about what is given to the priesthood or to the ministry than the last verse. I want you to look at the last verse. To cause, can you read it together? What does it say? How does your read? Oh, you have different versions. Okay, I'll read it for you. To cause a blessing to rest on your house. So I want you to, so Ezekiel is giving instruction to the people of God. It's the prophet Ezekiel. And God is restoring what was lost from the body, from his church, from his people. And one of the things that they did, they restored the system of giving. This is first fruit season. Listen how important this is. The best of all first fruits of any kind, of every sacrifice of any kind, from all your sacrifices shall be the priest. Also you shall give to the priest the first of your ground meal to cause a blessing to rest on your house. Come on, say that. To cause, to do what? Look at your neighbor and say, I want a blessing to rest on your house. If you, don't think this is, you, if you don't think this is awesome, you should look at the language behind 
the English version. If you look at the Hebrew, it's an amazing, an amazing translation. In fact, where it says to cause a blessing and then where it says to rest, listen to the translation in the original language. To cause or to rest on your house means to forsake or leave behind. God says, I'm going to, I'm going to give you something and I'm going to forsake it. In other words, I'm going to leave it there. It also means to stay in one place and, and, and anticipate or expect something. So God said to Israel, what I'm going to do for you when you obey my word concerning your substance and concerning your giving, I need you to be managers. By the way, if you're sons and daughters of the kingdom, management is part of your responsibility and privilege. One of the challenges we have in the body of Christ right now is we want God to bless us, but we don't want to manage it. This translation means, check it out, to leave unchanged, to leave unchanged or undisturbed, to refrain from taking. I'm going to leave something that I'm not going to take back. It also means to stay in one place and anticipate or expect something. This blessing I'm going to leave on every household will cause you to expect to receive something. It means all two or three of those phrases. It means to make it possible. This is an, this is an amazing translation uh, or uh, actually um, definition of the word hmm, to cause or to rest on your house to make it possible through a specific action to make it possible through a specific action or lack of action for something to happen in other words something is made possible because of something you've done that's the literal translation when the Lord says, I'm going to cause a blessing to rest on your house. How many of you are game for that? You want the blessing of God to rest on your house. When we talk about the power of first fruits, I want you to understand that first fruits is, not, is different. It is one of the ways to give, but it's different than a tithe. It's different than a 10%. You know, when, when, you, when, when we earn, all of us, uh, we, when we earn, you can't give a tithe unless you can calculate what a tithe is because tithe is 10%. So you have to make something to calculate. You understand what I'm saying? So until you get a paycheck, you don't know how to tithe. And all the people said amen to that. And when you get a paycheck or when you get income, what you do, you take 10%, say 10%. God said, that all, that's already mine. This is, uh, this is mechanical. Come 10%, bam, that's yours. I don't even count it. I, you know what, be wise. Don't even count that as yours. From, the, from as we say, from, the, from, from where I come from, from the get-go, <laughs> just consider that this is already God's. Why? Because God gave it all to me in the first place. He allowed me to make it. Not only that, it's his because he made me and I, I belong to him and you belong to him. And since you belong to him, Everything that you have is his. 
And the people said, amen to that. By the way, if that's not true, raise your hand right now. Say, Lord, I want you to own all of me. Because if God doesn't own you, then he has no right to bless you. God is not obligated to bless what does not belong to him. Let the people say amen. If you, if you agree with me, just I know you got stuff in your hand. I want you to, I want you to chase demons away and clap your hands. Say, I believe I, I agree with that. If he owns me, then he has the right and the will to bless me. But if he does not own me, then you know he has no obligation to bless you. Even though there is a blessing that God gives by his grace. Anyway, I'll tell you about that in a minute. So the power of the first principle is, is this Ezekiel 44, 30, this resting upon your household. It, it actually has three parts. So let me give you the, real quickly what the three parts of this blessing really is. The first part is this promise is, we call it the, a caused or the caused blessing. The blessing that comes because you did something. You get that? All right, check this out. The first part, I'm going to cause a blessing to rest on your life. In other words, God said, I, when, you, when you do this, I'm, I'm going to do something special over you. I'm going to cause something to rest upon you. I'm going to cause an anticipation to be in your life. And I'm going to cause an effect to happen because you made a decision according to my word. Now, here's the problem. Most of God's people, most of God's people are living under the same blessing that the rest of the world is living under. In fact, for most believers today, this is a sad thing. God is now changing it. I want you to participate in the change. Most believers can't brag about their God, how better their lifestyle is, because their lifestyle is basically like everybody else's. But God said, when I, when I make my name great among my people, the nations are going to know about it. Check out the messages from the last four or five weeks about my name being great. God said among my, God doesn't say this among anybody. He's talking about his people. I'm going to make my name great among you. But Malachi makes it clear that the only way he can do that is if it, it, it's dependent on what we cause to happen. And what we cause to happen is attached to our attitude. Are you all still believing? Are you still, are you still breathing? Now, Matthew 5.45 says this. Matthew 5.45 says this. <laughs> it says, we are the sons of God. But it says, so that you may be sons of your heavenly Father. God, he's saying, I want, Jesus said, I want you to be sons and daughters of your heavenly father. I want your nature to be the nature of your father. Then he says, he goes on, for he causes, that is God the father, he causes his S-U-N, his son, to rise on the evil and the good. And he sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. Please hear this. This is like prevenient grace. It's the grace that comes to everybody. How many of y'all got up this morning? You were breathing pretty good. How many of you got up? You were, as, I, as, as my elders would say, clothed and in your right mind. Is that what they said? You didn't let me sleep too late, but you... Woke me up on time, except for y'all, all that didn't turn your clock back. You had a problem, okay. God probably just, he probably shook you, but you just turned right on over. There's grace that comes to the whole creation 
the good, the bad, the ugly, the evil. Everybody who's alive gets the provenient grace of God. That is, they get sunshine. Hello? They get fresh air for the most part. They get life. And most of them get protection. It's a grace that God gives, the grace of creation that comes to everybody. Here's my trouble, and here's where God is, is, is smitten me in the heart. Most of God's people only live under that prevenient grace. Most of them only live just enjoying the things, and particularly in this nation, we, we enjoy more of that grace than most nations just because of our system of freedom, our governmental system of freedom. That's why the nations are trying their best to get in here. If America is so bad like some report it to be, then why are the nations trying to break down the walls, crime underground, overground, to get in this nation? You need to praise God because he didn't let you be born in Africa. He didn't let you be born in Jamaica. He didn't let you be born in England. He didn't let you be born in the Middle East. He let you be born in these United States of America. And in the inception of this nation, we said, we're going to put it on our money. In God, come on, we trust. After several generations, some have forgotten that. We are recipients of the grace of God. And it's true. But most of the body of Christ in America is living under that grace, but not living any better than those who are blessed on every hand and miserable at the same time. Are you hearing me today? Our lives are no more blessed than the unbelievers for many people. I mean, some of you stop smoking, you stop chewing, you start going with those that do it, and you, you know, you, 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 know you, 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 you got to change life, right? You know, you don't lie like other folk lie. Hello, you don't stay out late. You don't carouse. Well, some of you, you don't carouse. <laughs> you know, you, 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 you're good law-abiding citizens. But unfortunately, you might be living beneath <laughs> what God really has intended for you to live. Hmm. You see, the greater blessings God, res God reserves for those who know him and obey him. And if you're going to get into what God really wants for the body of Christ, then you're going to have to step out of what I call that default living into a whole nother place of the caused blessing. God wants this for his church, particularly as we've come through COVID and we've discovered that our weaknesses are the same weaknesses the world has. We got shut up in our houses and we realized that our blessings are really no more than our neighbors. And God said, I'm going to make a distinction between my people and the people who are not mine. It's always been the purpose of his church to bless us to a degree that the others are jealous because of the way we live. And God has made provision so that can be possible because it's true that the blessing of God, not taken rightly, can be our demise. I believe it's so in America. The levels of freedom we have have become sin for us. 
God wants better, so much better, until when those who live next door to you, something about your property that that blooms and shines and stands out better than anybody else. Something about your home that's just, it's just, it's just something different. Something about the atmosphere where you live, the relationship you have, something about is different than the hollering, screaming, cussing, lying, thieving, uh, violence in all of, that's all around you. We are to be a cut above. Look at your neighbor and say, God wanted you to be the example. I got a new on. The cause blessing means we're going to step out of this realm of mediocrity, out of this realm of silent desperation that most of the body of Christ lives in, out from this place of where we are just getting by to a whole nother realm where we lead in every area. People look at us and they're saying, what, is, what has happened to you? Child, your skin, what is that? When they look at you, they say, ooh, when'd you get that, when'd you get that new Tesla? Oh, sorry, I'm just... <laughs> what is it with you? When they notice your children and how they are, not only their mannerisms, but their life and their lifestyle. Did you know that your lifestyle was to be an advertisement for the kingdom of God? What it is to live in righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. That is God's desire for every single one of you. And make no mistake, God's got enough to make that happen. He's given us a way to do it. How much time do I have? Give me, I need to know that. How much time do I have? Thank you. He's given us a way to do it. The first part of the blessing I'm going to cause, uh, the first part of this caused is to, I'm going to cause your life to be blessed. Are you there, saints? The second part, this blessing is going to come and is going to stay on you. I'm looking at the body of Christ. Much of them are frustrated. They don't want to say it to God. They're frustrated because, you know, Proverbs 13, 12 says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. A lot of the members of the body of Christ, their heart is sick because the deference of their blessing has been held up. And they think it's God. They're blaming him. How can you, how can you, how can you follow a God that you don't trust? How can you give full allegiance to his heart and plan for your life if you think somehow he's holding out on you? I.e., I refer to Malachi again. When you listen to what the prophet said to the people of God in Malachi, he points out everyone, I did a whole sheet on it, everyone of their sinful attitudes. And it reflected in the way they gave. God says, how am I going to make my name great among the nations if I can't make my name great among you? And how can I make my name great if you don't do what I've instructed you to do? Because God's blessings are so powerful until if you don't handle it right, the very thing that came to bless you is the very thing that comes to destroy you. I believe the freedoms in America are, is part of the problem right now because we didn't, we, God gave us freedom, but we didn't grow up. He gave us freedom, but we threw away responsibility. Ain't nobody talking to me right now. 
He gave us, we, you know, we can drive free, we can go where we want to go. You know, we, got, we can get gas, we can get, we charge it on credit. Hello, somebody. As they say in the, in the hood, credit. We can go, we do what we want to do. And the very freedoms that God blessed us with now because we have not had the right attitude and we've not handled that right, those things now are cursed to us. Our phones, which were given to us to be able to communicate better, now become a curse to us because we use our phones for every other ungodly thing. Our cars, our freeways. Body of Christ, God, God is the one who will have a people that reflect his nature and his purpose. One reason why <laughs> One reason why I'm sharing this today is because this is your deliverance. It's my deliverance. Many people are not able to handle God's blessing because they don't know what to do with it. By the way, tell your neighbor, everything God gave you did not mean to be consumed. Tell them what I said. Everything God gives you doesn't mean you consume it. First fruits is a principle that brings about permanent change and blessings that come, as, as Ezekiel said, to rest on us. So the second part is God will cause this blessing to stay on you. This is not something that's to be temporary. Now you're blessed, now you're not. Now you're full, now you're broke. Now you got plenty, now you're begging. And, and when you don't have what you want to have, you go do some stupid thing. When, when the body of Christ wants to rebel against God, he just goes do what he want to do. Somehow, you know, to make God mad. Are you serious? Instead, why not look at it a whole different way? Why not believe from the, from the very beginning, as they say in, our, in the hood, from the get-go? Why not believe that it is the purpose of God to bless you immensely? And to sustain you with the blessing. Why not? The third part of this blessing, your lives are going to be blessed. This blessing is going to come and rest. It's going to remain on you. Say remain on me. Oh, I love this. I love this. No more sick hearts because of, defer of deference. No more deference. God wants to show up when he says, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The third part of it is I'm going to cause this blessing to rest on your household. Lord, have mercy. Now I got to hurry. Now look, when you read that word, a blessing to rest on your household or on your house, some translations say house. Actually, if you look at the original, it's household. And it has nothing to do with your physical dwelling directly. Although your physical dwelling is, is, is impacted by this, it's not specifically talking about the, the dwelling in which you live. Household is your progeny. Household is your lineage. Household is everything connected to you. Let me put it to you another way which will help you. Household is everything under your authority. Everything that God holds you responsible for. I'm going to cause a blessing to come on you. Lord, have mercy. How many of you want that? To lift your hands if you want that blessing to come on you and then stay on you. Amen. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yes, I do. Mm. See, this means my, my, my finances, my relationships. Are you there? The favor of God, the health, 
your business, because your life is an advertisement of his goodness and his glory. Are you there, saints? To help understand this, one last illustration today. In Genesis, the very first family, the firstborn sons of the first family in creation demonstrate the principle of first fruits. We don't want to miss this because it's the, it's the law of first dimension. When thing, a thing is mentioned in the scripture for the first time, take note of that. God will be consistent throughout the word of God with it. And this is the first time we see it. Cain and Abel. It's about their story. The Bible doesn't tell us how, doesn't tell us when, but we know by the scripture they knew they were supposed to give. And we don't see the word tithe, but we see the principle of first fruits. In other words, they, were, they knew that whatever they were blessed with, they were to take that thing first and give it to God. The first and the best. Write that down in your notes. God wants my first and my, my best. What God can do with your first and your best will blow your mind once you start. Some of you have already started this. I'm, it's old news to you. Others of you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm sharing, those of you that are online, I'm sharing this because so many of God's people have never heard this. This is not legal. This is not legalistic. This is, this is the understanding of the scripture. My people perish for lack of knowledge. This is understanding so you can move out of the rut you've been in for the last several years. Some of you for the last several months. God wants to move you out of it into a whole nother place of blessing. Are you breathing? So Cain and Abel, they knew they were supposed to give something to God. Y'all still with me? Genesis chapter 4, if you want to go there, is a, re is a really good place to understand this. Because in Genesis chapter 4, mm -hmm, now I got to find it. There it is. In Genesis chapter 4, the Bible describes something, verses 3 through 7. So it came about in the course of time, so it came about in the course of time that Cain bought an offering to the Lord of the fruit of the ground. You there? Abel, on his part, also bought of the firstlings of his flock and of their fat portions. And the Lord, please get this, please. And the Lord had regard for Abel and for his offering. But for Cain and for his offering, he had no regard. Are you all reading it? So Cain became what? Very angry and his countenance fell. Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Sound like my daddy. Why, you, why your face toe up, boy? Are you all there? Because, you know, your face reflects your heart, right? Am I right? And by the way, if you're in a kingdom and you, you are part of a king's realm and you come in there frowning with your face down, that's a reflection on his rulership. What is wrong with you? God said to him, said something very interesting to him. What, what does your Bible say? What does he say to Cain? He said, he said why what? Why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? How many of you know what a, a fallen countenance is? How many of you know what it means to pout? 
Are you still breathing there? Okay, look at verse 7. It'll save your soul. If you do well, will not your countenance be lifted up? If you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door and its desire is for you. These words are redemption, but you must master it. This principle of first fruits is amazing because it reflects our heart toward God. Your giving is a reflection of your living. Your offering is a sign of what you think about your God. What you handle in what you give God, how much you give God, how you give God, and when you give to God is a reflection of your, of your, of your love for him, your relationship with him, your dependency on him. What? Yeah. Still with me? Look, in Genesis chapter 4, verse 2, it says, Now Abel was a keeper of the sheep. You all there? But Cain was a what? A tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass, it came to pass that Cain, so Kenny, we're not able to put any of this up on the board? Oh, we are. Okay. Oh, it is. Well, put your glasses on. I see it now. Thank you, sir. Just keep it right on in there. Check it out. Check it out. Are you still with me? He says, check it out. So he says, he says, uh, uh, <laughs> and now in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Also, Abel bought the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering. Now, I think we need to hear this because I think it's really, really important. Abel was respected by the Lord, but Cain was not. Some would say, and I acknowledge this for those of you that are, have been to Bible school and you know you've been to, the, uh, to, to you've been to theology school. But, so let me just say to you, some would say, well, one gave a blood offering of animals and the other gave fruit. And he, you, you, the only way you could be accepted toward God is to give a blood offering. I disagree with that in this context. Why? Because everyone's responsible to give out of what you have, not what you don't have. Are you still breathing, saints? Keep, keep following me for a second and you'll see. So, <laughs> the, the book of Hebrews tells us so much about how God was moved over Abel's offering. It says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 4, Here's what we're told, Hebrews 11:4. By faith, Abel offered to God, what? A more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained, what? Witnesses that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts. And through it, he being dead, that is Cain, excuse me, Abel, he being dead is still talking. What? By the time we get to the New Testament, God mentions, he mentions Abel's offering, even though Abel was slain by, out of the fear, out of the anger of his brother. Listen to me. When you get a hold of the principle of first fruits, it is so powerful, it impacts generations. 
I wish I had more time. I'll tell you. I can tell you this about David, how first fruits impacted all the kings that came out of his lineage who sat on the throne. Even when they were unrighteous, God still kept his promise because of what David did. In this case, generations and eons passed by and God said, you know what, Abel, he was, his offering was so awesome. His first fruits were so incredible until it's still talking today. I'm asking you, is your, is your giving talking? Will your children, children, children be impacted by what you give? What an incredible thought. To cause a blessing to rest on my household is that lineage gets blessed. Some of you today, some of you are here today, right now, because of what your mother, grandmother, great-grandmother, and beyond said before God and did before God. That's one of the reasons why you're here today. While everyone has to make their own decision, the impact of that decision is influenced by what was given. So I'm wondering in my mind, what, what, what does God want to do with this house and the generations that come after us? Not only the generations that are now. How powerful is your first fruit? Captain Neary said, it, it carries a generational blessing. So the only thing left is to understand why God, why God rejected, and I'm going to quit, why God rejected Cain. It's in the scripture. Honestly, I didn't see it. I had to look at it again, again, again. And boop, there it was. Clear as day. Clear as day. Oh, by the way, in Hebrews 11, 13, talking about the generational blessing, all those folks talking about the heroes of faith, all of them died, Hebrews 11, 13. All, they all died in faith, not having received the, all the promises, but having seen them from afar, they were assured of them, embraced them, and, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Concerning Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, God said none of them received the fullness of the blessing made to Abraham. It took generations and centuries and even millenniums had to come to pass for everything God told Abraham was going to happen. Your children's 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 children are going to be blessed. All the nations of the earth are going to be blessed by you, Abraham. I believe in you so much and, and I'm going to bless you so much because and I'm going to cause out of that blessing the whole earth is going to be touched and blessed by what you give. And don't forget God said to Abram, when the first thing that he loved so much, he said, give me your son. That he waited 25 years from the promise to get. And God said, take him on a mountain, I'll show you, and sacrifice him to God. They're going up because I want them to sing. I want you to receive the blessing. You are here because of the faith of Abraham. Clap your hands and give God praise. You're here because Abraham believed. Because Abraham believed. God protected his lineage and Christ comes out of his lineage. What, how is it possible? By the first fruit that Abraham offered to God, his son Isaac. Remember when he took his son on the altar to, to slay him and he, he raised a knife to slay him? The thing he loved? Some of us, have, we have a problem with this because God is asking you to do more than you've ever done before because it saves you from you. 
It delivers you from covetousness, from depending on yourself. Some of you have already declared what your first fruits is, but today you may want to reconsider, particularly if your heart says so, the amount that you gave God, because that amount, I, I promise you, when, when you give God your first and your best, it will always cost you. Man, every first seed, first, every first fruit season, I'm thinking, Lord, what you want me to do? And I'm thinking about what I want to do, and I'm thinking about what I want to get. What is anybody like that, like me? And every time he will say blank, I'll go, okay. <laughs> For some of you, you are you've wrestled with the amount because the amount was easy. Or the amount was simple. But I promise you, when God, when you give God your first, say my first. Say that with gusto so God will know you, you mean it. My first and my best. Oh my God, that will cost you. And that, you know what David said? I will not bring before the Lord any offering that cost me nothing. And so I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage you in your giving. Cain, wow. Cain had to give what he had. So he didn't have flocks, he had crops. Are you still there? Here it is, four and three. Lord, deliver us. Here's four, Genesis four and three. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Hear the words right there. The words in Hebrew where it says, in the process of time, it means at the end of days. My God. Cain's offering was rejected because he bought it as an afterthought. It's like making sure everything else is paid. Making sure you get everything you want to get. Are you, am I talking to the right people? Yeah, you all know I'm not mad with you, right? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to open heaven for you. I want you to participate with me. To open heaven in what we give so God can dump on us. How does God know he can bless you? Because he knows he can trust you. How does God know he can trust you to believe in him and not the thing that he gives how does he know? He knows about what we're able to what? What? What we're able to give him. So here's the way it works. Just a, little, just a little less volume for a second. Listen to me. Saints. Cain could have had the same blessing that Abel had. It wasn't about... It wasn't about flocks or crops. It was about what was in their hand, what was in their responsibility. It was about what was in their attitude. So Abel, he heard, oh, I, I'm sorry, I gotta give. So you know what it takes to give the first of your herd? All that it takes to, to care for it and feed it and all. He said, not only to give it, the term is used fattenings so it was the very first and it was come on the very best 
And God, by the way, the tradition of the Old Testament is when you give an offering, you burned it under the Lord. And if the smoke went up, it was saying God accepts it. And you know what else is coming is going to supersede what you gave. If you didn't, smoke <laughs> was in your face. And he burned his little crops, you know, that came, you know. I, here's what I want you to do. Bow your heads. I, here's what I want you to do. I want you to examine your heart. Because this is about, how do we do that, Lord? You said where a man's treasure is, his heart is a, what? So in, in, the, in heaven, in the kingdom of God, God sees the correlation between the condition of your heart and where your treasures, the things that you treasure. Thy word, O Lord, have I treasured in my heart that I may not sin against you. There's a connection between what I treasure and what's in my heart. And your words, your words are connected. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. With these heads that are bowed today, I want to encourage you. I want you to get daring with me. Come on. Saints, let's get daring. Step out of convenience. Step out of the default life. Step into that thing where you're shaking a little bit. You're, you're, you're thinking, oh my God, really? Yes. Step into that thing that brings anticipation. That blessing can rest on you and you anticipate what God is going to do. It is impossible to please God without faith. It takes faith to give your first and your best. If you, were to if you need to correct it today, I want you to do it. Be courageous. If you've never given a first fruit today, make sure you're a tither. Without tithing, the first fruit has little meaning. Tithing blesses everything that you did receive. First fruit blesses what's coming. So make sure you tithe. Now, Father, I'm praying for, you, for us, for myself, my household, and every household represented here today. Lord, we want and we believe what Ezekiel said, that you would cause a blessing to rest on our household if we would present to you our first and our best. And I thank you, Heavenly Father, that this simple revelation will come to those who have been living in fear most of their lives, living in want, living a day late and a dollar short. Lord, in the name of Jesus, now, Father, we step by faith out of that default life into that life that is abundant responsible, directed, protected, and increased. And we thank you, Father, for all that's coming. Now bless what's given in the name of Jesus. And I thank you. And God's people said amen. Thank you for being with us online. Those of you that are online with us, I want you to, you can use the Cash app or you can use the Metro, you can use the Metro City app to give online. You can do that. Avail